Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Elizabeth Gray, who is an Alexander Technique student. Uh, she's been studying the technique for about a year with Bill Plake, who's an Alexander Technique teacher in Los Angeles, and we're and uh, Elizabeth is. Um, uh, she's a professional writer. She's done research for a number of documentary films. She's written several plays. And she's also a singer and an actor who performs uh, around the Los Angeles area. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Thank you. Elizabeth, could you begin by giving our listeners uh, a short description of the Alexander Technique? Well, for me, it's like bathing my uh, bone structure in a vat of Valium. Beautiful. And could you elaborate on that a little bit? Well, I just seem to have a, a lot of uh, pain in my lower back and my hip and um, a result of uh, years of bad posture. And what I've learned in uh, Bill's classes is, is the, how to handle that and how to release that tension and also as Bill would say inhibit the response which has just been invaluable to me I mean it's a it's been a really great lesson of uh, body awareness and how to use energy in your body without harming you and to become aware of that and to use energy more efficiently without any pain Mm. Now that term inhibit that you mentioned is a uh, is kind of an Alexander jargon term. When you say inhibit the response, could you maybe explain that to people a little more? Sure. For me personally, it means not taking an AK-47 and shooting people. No, I'm so <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, uh, what from what I've learned learned about the Alexander technique is is that the first response that I, for example that I have under stress is to hunch my whole shoulders and to uh, look down and that's a way of me I think becoming smaller and so when I feel that I'm doing that I can make a conscious decision that says I don't need to do this. And um, I kind of let that uh, uh, directive go and uh, assume a, a, a posture or position that is less painful. So maybe another way of saying that is it gives you a little freedom in how you respond to things. Well, I, yes, you have a, the freedom comes in choice, you mm -hmm. know, and studying the technique um, – you begin to have a built-in awareness that there is a choice you can make about how you respond on a physical level to stress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and I think, and I think, you know, so many people uh, just react to things rather than respond. And a reaction to me is like uh, someone flipping out with road rage or you know, yelling or screaming, you know, all things that I am totally guilty of. But a response, you have that gap between how you think and how what comes out of your mouth and how you hold your body. Mm -hmm. and, and that's inhibiting 
what has been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, do you think that there's anything about the Alexander technique and, and the Alexander teaching method that makes it particularly good at helping you substitute a reaction, substitute a response for a reaction? Because that idea is not unique to the Alexander technique. There are a lot of people that will say, you know, um, you're responsible for your own actions. Um, You don't have to respond in preset ways. But do you think there's something about the Alexander teaching process that lends maybe a certain concreteness to that idea? Well, you don't become addicted to prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. It, it's it's you. It, to me, you know. Um, let me put it this way: Joni Mitchell has this phrase in one of her songs called 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 "Getting Back to the Garden," and it's in one of her songs. Right. And um, uh, to me, that kind of that kind of sums up what the Alexander technique points points you in the direction of rediscovery about what that is and and to me it's like if you look at a a young child sitting on the floor playing their back is perfectly straight you know it's it their their the way that they move is per in, in perfect harmony there's nothing interfering no no conditioning and to me that's what the alexander technique gets uh gets back to it's a rediscovery of that um energy mm-hmm. and i'm assuming that with the the various um jobs that you do uh, some of them involving singing and acting but some of them involving i assume sitting at a computer at home or at work writing right. um right. Could you say a little bit about how the technique, maybe we could divide that into two general categories, sort of desk work on the one hand and theater on the, and singing on the other. Could you say a little bit about how the technique has helped you in those two areas? Well, for for desk work, I have, uh, I don't have the problem of, uh, of, um, ADD. As a matter of fact, like when I'm at uh, at the desk editing video or writing or or researching something, I have this concentration that is just very powerful and it's 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 very focused. But what I find is the more uh, I get into it, the more I have that uh, anterior pelvic tilt, which you saw in my video. Mm-hmm. And I hunch over, and um, it's almost like it's almost like mentally I put these blinders on, like horses have, not to get distracted when they walk down the street. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like I go into a black hole of concentration, and it and and my body contracts for that, and it's very very painful for uh, my lower back and my hips. So what I find. Now, you know, because I'm new at the technique and I'm I'm still learning that I'm able to know when I shift into that uh, painful posture and I'm able to move out of it. And you so can, that, 
and you can move out of it and still have the concentration you need for the work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's really, um, it's quite powerful. You know, once I get to that state, it's like, I don't know, I get into a, a flow or a trance on, on, uh, on what I'm doing. And it's, it really is both wonderful. And, and, uh, at the same time, it can really beat up my body <laughs> if right, I'm not right. careful. Because I think a lot of people might assume that uh, um, kind of losing track of yourself, your your physical mechanism, would be the price you have to pay for that level of concentration. But your your experience is that with with Alexander lessons, you can you can look after yourself and be focused on your work. Yeah, because it, uh, you, you know, I mean, what brings me out of that trance is that tremendous pain, you know, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this is not good. And it, but but now, uh, since the Alexander technique helps me to focus on movement, you know, just having kind of a um, having kind of a third eye sense about how I'm moving and is it hurting me kind of ingrained within that decision making process of between like the garden and my conditioning there is now that middle ground that says that that has the choice of okay I'm hurting what can I do you know that that's new mhm but that doesn't that doesn't really mess around with my concentration it's like oh, okay fine you know, it's like it's like somebody will walk into the room. I'll notice them, maybe, and it'll be fine. Right. Or you know, so I mean, it's I don't react. I don't react to it. I just kind of like, oh, that's that. All right. Right. And in the area, the other area of your life of being a singer and an actor. Um, now, those are both fields where the technique is reasonably well known to be helpful to people. Um, could you say a little bit about how it's affected your singing and your acting? Well, singing I've I've got I've my range is just keeps growing, you know, I mean it's amazing. I have two and a half octaves now comfortably. Uh and and I think that's a matter of, of confidence and also training. And using the Alexander technique with breath and uh, all of that, you know, and I think I think that's just I think that's just amazing, you know. Um, and then also too, um, how you hold yourself as a as a singer. I was at a, a, a workshop a couple of weeks ago, and one of the criticisms that the that the people had for me was you're too straight you're standing up too straight and I thought and I told her I said oh my god I've never heard that in my life (laughs) (laughs) that that I'm standing up straight and they said yeah you should you should you know be more flexible and I thought okay you know so this is new um so that's that's helped me with that and uh with performing you know i audition an awful lot out here for commercials and everything and and what i found what i've learned from the alexander technique on that is is my habitual uh, way of standing is to be forward and down and uh, Bill taught me this. You just roll back just a little bit. You think you're going way back on your heels, but you're not. 
So I do that, you mm -hmm. know. I do a lot of uh, print work auditions where it's what we call in the trade a book and look, you know, where you have like three seconds before a camera and you just have to be totally on. And I do that, that uh, Bill taught me. And, and uh, so far it's been, they keep calling me back, so I can't complain, you know. Right. And and that, which you mentioned just now, the coming coming back a little bit from your ankles i guess is that how yeah, you just, describe it that yes. it illustrates something uh a kind of a basic alexander idea that i'm sure bill has talked to you about which is that we often have uh, uh well basically incorrect information about ourselves we think we're doing one thing and in fact we're doing something quite different and it sounds like in your case you had developed a little habit of standing a bit forward and and as you say forward and down right which felt like up to you and then when someone moved you back a little bit felt like as you say like you were about to fall over although i'm sure you noticed that you didn't fall over right exactly uh, um, and that does um it does illustrate that point of uh, incorrect perceptions, I guess you could call it, of, of our of our situation. Um, is there anything else or any other area that you'd like to talk about in terms of your experience with the technique? Um, just that I'm, I'm, I seem to be enjoying life a lot more. <laughs> I don't take things so seriously anymore. It's a, and it's just uh, you know studying has just been so much fun, you know I'm I'm able to laugh at my mistakes and and um, you know it's given me a lot of confidence as well and a lot of courage to go out and try new things. So I'm hoping your listeners who haven't tried the Alexander technique will um, you know give it a go because it's really really something and it's so simple. But the, the simplest things are the hardest to do. Mm -hmm. and that's about it. You, do you have any advice for potential students of the technique? Oh, just jump in and hang in there. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, just, just – and have a sense of humor because, you, I mean, you have – learning anything, you have to be willing to make mistakes and let your ego go and and uh be consistent which is also very difficult for people to do including me is to be consistent at a a change mm -hmm. but you know like uh like i said change happens on the inside it's not all outside it's all inside and this technique is all about addressing those things which uh we're unaware of on the inside well you know i always tell my new students something i probably would not have to tell you, which is have fun with it. Oh my God, yes. I mean, this is this is can be one of the most enjoyable learning experiences you can have. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe this would be a good place to to end our talk. Okay. Um, my uh, guest today has been Elizabeth Gray, um, who is uh, an actress, a singer. Uh, done research for documentaries, a writer. She's done just about everything. And she <laughs> is a um, student of Bill Plake, who is an Alexander Technique teacher in Los Angeles. Um, and if anything we've talked about 
uh, intrigues you, we're going to put a link. We're going to certainly put a link to Elizabeth Web's, Elizabeth's website. We're going to put a link to Bill Plake's website. If you're in the Los Angeles area, he'd be a, a good person to contact. And we're also going to put a link to a site which will help you find a teacher anywhere in the world. Elizabeth, thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thank you, Robert.